Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Hope Unlimited Church podcast. We're honored that you're here, and we pray that you find this message both encouraging and inspiring. Happy Thursday, everyone. Um, this is a little bit different than what you are typically used to on the Hope Unlimited Church podcast, but I preached a message last night at our Wednesday at the Well service, and I've started a series at our Wednesday at the Well service called um, Things That Leaders Don't Tell You. Things That Leaders Don't Tell You. And... Um, the co-host of this podcast is sitting across the way from me. And by the way, I mean, we have our desk in our office in here and he is, uh, at his desk and I'm at mine. Hello, Brandon. Hello, Cole. Brandon is on staff with us here, does a number of different things, um, like getting this podcast ready to go in about five minutes, which is just beautiful. But, um, Many of you wanted to know what I talked about last night. Many of you wanted to know what I preached about. And I thought that instead of, you know, what, what we'd like to do on Wednesday at the well, we like to make it live and then immediately take it down. Right. So if people can't be here, we understand that. But we don't want to make Wednesday at the well. We want that time to be special. We want it to be for people who really want to engage with what God's doing at Hope Unlimited, at Hope Unlimited. Um, but... We really feel like that we are supposed to make these specific teachings available for you, and it's going to be in the form of podcasts more than it is me up preaching, um, and I think that you will enjoy it much more that way. Yep. Brandon, did you enjoy <laughs> last night? I did. I did yeah. enjoy it. Um, yeah. It was a good feel. I honestly liked having a table there to take notes on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it was enjoyable. Had a good time connecting with everybody. Uh, yeah. Met a couple new people. Yeah, it's fantastic. A good old teaching. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I just wanted to start with, and, and you may have saw this on our social media, but last night we talked about mental health. And I think in the day that we live in, it's a conversation that has to happen more. Yeah. Um, and I said this last night, and I'm going to say it again on the podcast, we need to have conversations about mental health and give people mental health plans. Right. We don't just need to tell people you need to go be mentally healthy. Right. It's like, yes, everyone knows that. Everyone knows that you need to be mentally healthy. But do you have a plan to be mentally healthy? Right. And, like, Brandon, I, I mean, you have been on staff here for – you know, not a year yet, but right. um, you have seen how when people have a plan for their mental health versus people who are just trying to be mentally healthy, you have seen the difference. Yeah, for sure. Between their lives and what it looks like. You have seen people, even in my own life, I have just recently made a mental health plan, right? Right. And I think one of the things is, is why we are saying that leaders don't tell you this is because if they can make you codependent upon the church as part of your mental health care plan, 
for you to come in and get a stimulus each week right. or for you to come in and get encouraged each week. There's nothing wrong with that. Sure. Church needs to be a part of your life. Absolutely. You will be more mentally stable if you are connected to a local church, period. Right. But you need a plan that even goes deeper than that. I had a counselor. Actually, it wasn't a counselor. I had a friend of mine tell me this one time. I was talking to him about mental health and mental health issues, and he told me this. He said, if praying, if Bible reading and quoting Scripture could fix your issue, Cole, then you would already have your issue solved. Right. Because you've prayed, you read the Bible, and you can quote Scripture, and it's it's not, it's not fixing your issue. So more than being able to pray and read and quote and attend church and worship and all of that, what do we go to the Bible and see that there are, what do we go to the Bible and, and, and see or find that would let us build kind of a plan for our life to stay mentally healthy? That was the question. Right that I was asking last night. And I read these two verses. And, you know, the first the first verse that I read was um, 3 John 1, and it's, Dear friend, I hope all is well with you, and that you are as healthy in your body as you are strong in your spirit. And then Proverbs 4, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. And here are some questions and just some Here's a plan that we kind of laid out for our people and some questions to ask with that plan. Right. And the first thing that I told people that they need to do is that they need to protect their heart. Right. They need to protect their heart. What are you letting in? What are you letting in? That's the question that I asked last night. What media are you letting in? What information are you letting in? What news are you letting in that may be making you anxious, that may be making you depressed, that may be making you bitter? Like, are you mindless scrolling on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and being judgy as you scroll? Are you listening to different conference speakers that are making you kind of jaded towards the local church or have undertones of bitterness? Right. Um, Are you letting stuff in all the time and like are are you do you have a guard up at all right yeah and i just recently uh deleted facebook off my phone again uh mm-hmm. the beginning of this week and i can already feel like a weight lifted off of my shoulders yep. just not wasting my time just scrolling through all of that because mm-hmm. you and i have talked about this but yeah we pastor people differently yes when we are on social media too much yep. because I can't view people through the eyes of Christ when I'm looking at them through the lens of Facebook. That's right. That's right. And, and uh, somebody actually told me that pastor Robert Gay or apostle Robert Gay really pastor at, at uh, he pastored at um, high praise Panama city for, you know, the last 25 years and his son, Josh, just took over Pastor Josh. Both of them have meant the world to me and and this church. But he told me when I was going through a time of really just a place, I was in a place of restlessness. I was in a place of discontentment. He said, Cole, why don't you think about how much time you're spending on social media 
and maybe you think about how you pastor people. And he says, you know, I get on social media. He's like, I scroll a little bit. He's like, and then I get off. Right. And that really helped me a lot. We have a friend like Blake Bowling. I don't know if he's been on social media in like three years. Yeah, it's been, it's been a minute. It's like, and he is just anti-social media altogether. If you yeah. if you say deleting social media, it's almost like you are joining him in his revolt. Like the resistance. The, in his revolt against society. But it's like, I can say like for sure, like, you know, when when Blake is in like a, you know, just his normal state, being around him is is so much more fun, right? Because like he is engaged in conversation with you, Th- like he hasn't seen the latest thing on social media, right? So it's a person that you're speaking with. You are engaging with someone who is not distorted with just useless information all right. the time. Um, the next thing that I said was you need it, you know first you need to you need to protect your heart. You need to make sure that you have a guard up around your heart if you want to stay mentally healthy in the day and age that we live in. The next thing that you need to do is you need you need to clear your mind. Yep. You need to figure out a way to clear your mind. And here's the question that I asked with this kind of piece of advice. What is going out? Right. What like if 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 tons of stuff is getting in what are you pushing out? If you let stuff in, you have to figure out a way to get it out. And how do you get the stuff out of your life that causes you anxiety, depression, makes you suicidal, makes you lack self-worth, makes you feel like that you don't have purpose, makes you feel like that maybe you're not in the right place that God called you to? Because this is what I know about, and I don't use this language a lot, but I do believe that the enemy in this time is attacking an entire generation with depression, anxiety, self-doubt, yeah. purposelessness, meaninglessness, all of those things. And I truly believe that this is the assault on our generation because here's the reality. Everyone wants to feel like they have purpose. Right. Everyone wants to feel like that they have meaning, and everyone wants to feel like that they are loved. And if you talk with people, those are really the, when you get down to it, those are the things that, that people are struggling with the most. Right. And I think the information that we are consuming on a regular basis, when we don't filter it, and then get it out of our mind when we don't take time to clear our mind. Uh, and this has to be a daily practice. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This has to be a daily practice. If you let stuff in on the daily, you have to get stuff out on the daily. Right. And so, like, here's a question that I asked last night. In the place of prayer, have you taken all of the ways that you feel and you've taken them to Jesus and said, Jesus, I am depressed. Right. Jesus, I am anxious. I don't feel like I have purpose. And I need a word from you in this season to speak to my soul, to speak to my spirit that will ease, that will put my mind at rest. Here's a couple other things that I asked last night. Are you chewing up the meat and spitting out the bones? Right. That's part of clearing your mind. Yeah. Because, like, listen, 
social media does have good things on there. Sure. Has fun things on there. Yeah. Media, the, our, the the news, like sometimes, I guess, I don't know because I don't watch it, they they report like just these fun-loving stories. Like, yeah, it's great. It's like Good Morning America. Has, is that like super political or is it just like Good Morning? That's usually just like, look at this rabbit that yeah. friends with <laughs> right. the dog. Right. There's like fun stuff that, and so, but if you're, you got to chew up the meat, you got to spit out the bones, and you've got to clear your mind. Yep. And I'm not talking about once a week. I'm talking about every day. Right. Every single day. And clearing your mind, too, is is so much more intentional than just not thinking about things. That's and right. And I think that's something that we mess up is because we go into a place of just vegging out mm-hmm. and just existing. And we think that that's clearing our mind mm-hmm. when that needs to be a much more active process. Right. It's not just sit. You had a long day at work. I'm going to go sit down and just watch TV for three hours. And then go to sleep. Right. Like, that is not clearing your mind. Mm-hmm. Sure, you know, I'm the type of person, like, I like to disconnect. I'm all about it. You know, I, you know, play video games, disconnect. I'm all for it. But at the same time, you have to have an intentional process of, like uh, like Pastor Cole said, laying those feelings and things at the feet of Jesus and saying, this is how I feel. I need to get this out of my mind, and I need to, like, submit these feelings to Jesus. And I actually mentioned this last night. Um, you know, like, Clearing your mind, you said this, it's intentional. I also think that it's active. Yeah. Like, our, like I promise you, and, you know, I'm going to give a jujitsu plug on here because, like, one of the things that, and, and I'll say this unapologetically, one of the things that jujitsu has done for me as a leader and as a pastor is it has made me go into an intense time of focus, of intentionality, where I have to, you you physically, when you are training jujitsu, if I am up here thinking about what I'm going to write in a sermon this week, I'm going to catch somebody's arm around my throat. You're going to have a bad day. Yeah, and it's like, am I relaxed? Is it fun? Yes, all of those things. But it's also a time where it forces you to clear your mind from everything going on. Right. And th- jujitsu is that for me. You need to find that for you. Um, the, the, the third thing that I said was, is you need, if you want to stay mentally healthy in our, in, in this time, in this society, I, I, you know, the first thing I said, protect your heart. Second thing, clear your mind. The the next thing is calm your soul. Yeah. You've got to learn how to calm your soul. And this is the, this is the best thing that I have found for calming my soul and it is f- creating a rhythm of life and following a rule of life. Right. Not rules, but a rule of life and a rhythm of life. Meaning, um, I, I said this last night, I'm a part of the Order of St. Anthony. I, s- I follow that rule of life. And that rule of life looks like this. It looks like prayer every day at 9 a.m. for me and 10 p.m. I have morning and evening prayer. It's not something where I spend an, two hours a day in prayer. Right. Um, but it's morning and evening prayer. Uh, morning prayer is usually longer than evening prayer. But those two things are set in stone for me. Right. And so if those two things are set in stone, then I have to figure out what's the rest of the day look like. And, you know, like, you work with me on a regular basis, and Brandon knows this. Man, after lunch, like, 
I'm not going to be very productive as far as tasks goes because right. I am working on a number of different things, a number of different things. And um, I'm either meeting with people or I'm working on my sermon. But like before that, I am just th- like the, the beginning of my day is spent basically in preparation for what we're going to be doing here at the church, either on Wednesday or Sunday. Right. And that's kind of my rhythm of life. And then I go to jujitsu at six, usually two days in the, in the week. And then on Saturday morning, or if three days during the week, if I can make it, um, you know, that is changing for me now too, because we're in a different season of the life of our church and, and things are about to start picking up the pace a little bit. Uh, we've experienced some growth, but, um, you have to figure out a rhythm of life. You have to figure out where that Psalm 23 place is that he makes me lie down in green pastures and he leads me beside still waters right. to, th- this is so key, to restore my soul. Yep. Where is that, what is that rhythm that at some point you lie down in a green pasture and he leads you beside still waters to restore your soul. Yeah. What is that? And you've got to figure out a rhythm. And I think, and I said this last night too, you have to ask yourself if you when when you when I say calm your soul, you have to ask yourself what are my rhythms? And I think when you figure out your rhythms, that helps you do the first two right of clearing your mind and protecting your heart because you have to get to that place with God where it is he is restoring your soul. Right. And through the process of restoration, he's going to make you clear your mind, yep. and he's going to make you deal with all the things that are in your heart. And you got anything you want to add to that? I was just going to say, like, setting rhythms is part of that intentionality that I was talking about for, um, uh, for clearing your mind. Mm-hmm. Like, if you know that at the end of the day, I have this time where I just pray, you can take into that clearing your mind, and mm-hmm. when your mind is clear, you can protect your heart. That's right. And so this all builds on one another, mm-hmm. and like that's why having a mental health strategy is important mm-hmm. because it brings intentionality to all of this. That's right. And this whole like you know setting a rhythm, you aren't. It's not so you're slave to a schedule. That's right. This is a rule of your life, mm-hmm. not a rule that you're following. It is the rule that you live your life by. Mm-hmm. It is a motivation. It is yep. intentionality. It is not you being slave to having to pray at 10 o'clock. That's right. It's you saying, okay, I have a long work week. I have long work days, but I'm going to take 15 minutes at the end of every day and make my day slave to me again. That's right. That's right. And it's like it. I – I say it like this: a rule of not a rule of life is not binding; it's freeing. Right. A rule of life is not to bind you to a particular set of rules; it's to free you from the ways of the world. Right. It's not a rule that your life is putting on you. Right. It is a rule you are putting on your life. That is exactly right. That is exactly right. And the last point, the last thing, and then we're going to shut this thing down, and me and Brandon are going to go get a bite to eat. Um, but. The last thing that you need to do, I think, for your mental health strategy is you need to open your mouth. Yeah. So four things. Protect your heart, clear your mind, calm your soul, and open your mouth. Open your mouth to God and to close friends in your life 
who can help you navigate when you feel tempted, yep. when you have sinned, when you have really just been in a place where you don't feel like that you're right with God, when you feel like you're down and out, when you feel like that you can't make it right. through life, um, when you feel like if just one more thing's happening that you're going to just absolutely, just, I mean, lose your crap. Yep. And, you know, the the question that, the thing that I said with open your mouth, the question that I asked for, for putting this, this part of this this plan, this strategy in place is who are you talking about on a re- who are you talking about your problems with on a regular basis? Right. Who are you confessing your pro- your sin, your issue, your desire, your temptations? Who are you talking about with that on a regular basis? If you have mental health issues, it, which I said this last night, only people who are arrogant and prideful would say. I have never dealt with any mental health issues. Right. Or they don't know what mental health is. I think the day and age that we live in, it's almost impossible to stay at peace in your mind and heart and soul and spirit at yeah. all times. And unless you're a monk and a hermit monk at that. Right. Not, not even an, not even like yeah. one that's engaged. But um, listen, before... We as the church, we believe that we go to God first, that we turn to Him first, and I believe that this is a this is a plan, this is a strategy for you in your life, and it'll help you. You need to protect your heart. Ask yourself, what am I letting in all the time? I heard somebody say this one time: the heart is where the mind and the soul meet. Mm-hmm. It's where the mind and the soul meet. So what are you letting into your mind? What are you letting into your soul? Because that will take root in your heart. Right. So what are you letting in? Protect your heart. Clear your mind. How are you getting all of the stuff out? Calm your soul. What are your daily rhythms, weekly rhythms, monthly rhythms of life? What it, ha, Do you have a rule of life? That you that you live by, I personally I live by the order of Saint Anthony. I have taken a vow to the rule of life, um, and I'm going to a convocation in the with the order of Saint with the diocese of Saint Anthony, and I'll take that vow publicly in front of people to say, hey, I'm going to pray twice a day. I'm going to fast at some point during the week. Um, I'm going to make those things a, ro- a part of my regular life s- to be sure that I do not become a slave to my life. Right, my life works for me. I don't work for my life. And then, open your mouth. Who are you confessing all of your stuff to? Yeah. And then, if you, if that doesn't work, I made very. I, I, I said this last night. If those things, if you practice those things on a regular basis, and I think you need to practice those things anyway on a regular sure. basis. If that doesn't work, then you need to go speak to a therapist. Yeah. You need to go talk to a professional. Yeah. And you need to get help with that. But don't neglect these things. Correct. Don't neglect these things. Even if the opening your mouth is to a therapist. That's right. If you don't feel like you have that person in your life, Mm -hmm. those close friends in your life that you can just be completely Mm -hmm. open and honest with, go find a professional to be that person that you can just be completely open and honest with. And and do you mean to tell you what the fun thing about it is? Is I have a friend who is a therapist, Mm -hmm. and it's annoying talking to them (laughs) because it's like, 
well, like, tell me how you really feel. And it's like, I just did. I don't need you to therapize me right now. Right. I'm not in therapy. I'm not paying you for this. Yeah. So, but anyways, guys, thank you for jumping on and listening to this today. I hope that this will help you. I hope that you'll implement this strategy. This is a lot of, like, a lot of times leaders will not tell you that you need a mental health strategy because they want you to remain codependent upon them to fix all of their issues. Yep. And instead of, instead of making them uh, a, a, a better person by helping them implement a strategy, they want you to be a needy person. Right. And insecure leaders feed on needy people. And a lot of times that's even how leaders grow their church. Yeah. But we say this here at Hope Unlimited. We are, we are a place for the whole family, but most of all, we're a place where families are made whole, yep. where their souls are healthy, their hearts are healthy, their minds are healthy. And when all of that's good and in order, we believe that we will have a healthy church. We right. don't really, our goal is not a big church. Our goal is a healthy church. Right. And we want to, even if leaders don't tell you this all the time, we're going to tell you this at Hope Unlimited. So thank you guys for ju- jumping on today and listening. And um, we'll be back next week with oh, a yeah. breakdown of next Wednesday. So love you guys. You'll hear from us soon.